Hi, I'm Gerds Hundle, acclaimed health journalist, turned motivational speaker and transformational coach. This show is for anyone who wants to lead a happier, healthier and inspired life. Create more self-love, inject more joy and abundance into their daily life. Join me for inspiring interviews and spiritual topics so you can become a soul warrior. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Get Inspired with Gerds podcast. I'm your host and today I have an amazing guest with me who's helping people to live a healthier lifestyle. Byron Morrison is the author of Becoming a Better You and the founder of Tailored Lifestyles. After his father had cancer, he had a massive wake-up call that he needed to get his health and well-being on track. His mission is to change the world and show many people that a healthier lifestyle is achievable for all. He believes that we can all have greater health and the body of our dreams without giving up our favourite foods. Byron, it's an absolute pleasure having you on my show and thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me on today. Oh, bless you, Byron. I'm really interested about your story, just from your book and the work that you're doing. So could you tell the listeners what your life was like before you became the founder of Tailored Lifestyles? Yeah, honestly, a few years ago, I was a bit of a mess. I was about 50 pounds heavier. I was really depressed to the point that I was struggling to get out of bed. I hated my job. All of my relationships with my family, my friends were taking strain. I was terrified to exercise and just really down in the dumps. And then that went on for several, several years and throughout most of my teenage years, to be honest. And then my dad got cancer. And in the instant, my whole world was pretty much turned upside down. Uh, during the treatment, he had most of his bowel surgically removed. And he spent 25 days in ICU, wow. most of that on life support and breathing through a tracheostomy. And that, for me, was the wake-up call that I needed to do something because I saw a glimpse of my own future if I didn't actually change it because he was working 14-hour days. He had a high-sugar diet. He was constantly stressed, barely sleeping. And I just came to the realization that that was going to be me. And that's why I went out and learned everything I could about health, nutrition, losing weight, and completely changed my life. And that's why I'm now on a mission to actually help as many people as possible avoid going through what happened to him. Amazing. And what what was your kind of lifestyle like before? So what kind of foods were you eating? And I always had a really high sugar diet, like I think... <laughs> Like most of the population, like all I really knew about nutrition was that we should be eating more fruits and vegetables. And I ate KFC was probably my favorite thing. I was having KFC like twice a week, like living on micro meals, um, oven food, and didn't really give it any attention. I was kind of just so ignorant with my health and the consequences. I was basically just trying to get by. And I find that really common with people. They just kind of ignore it until it's too late. Mm. And I, I can understand where you're coming from because back when I used to work in the city I used to have a lot of takeouts and I actually I found that I started to forget more and that my skin was like oh lots of spots and acne and yeah it, it does have an effect on your body yeah for me especially I kind of found I don't didn't actually realize how bad I felt until I started to feel better and I know that sounds for a lot of people they don't get that, but like once you get over that energy slump, once your skin clears up, you start feeling it better about how you look and how you feel. It's a completely different world. You never want to go back. Whereas before, I didn't even know that was possible. Like I kind of just accepted that that's how life was. I was meant to be tired all the time. I was meant to be depressed, have no energy, and just trying to get by. And it's just crazy looking back that, that I put up with that for so long. I guess the types of people that we surround ourselves, so if they're all doing it and we're doing it as well, we just think that's automatically the norm? 
Yeah, hundred percent. Like, I'm a big believer in that. You've got to surround yourself with people you want to be like. You need to have that supportive community and that network of people that are going to help you grow. They're going to help you become a better person. Because for me, especially when I was younger, I was hanging around with people who just wanted to sit indoors playing video games all day. They didn't want to get out, do exercise, like actually see the world. And that's kind of the life that I accepted and didn't know any better. And that was kind of the turning point for me mm. when I was like, do you know what? I need to change my environment. Mm. Absolutely. And, you know, so your dad, you know, he got he had cancer. Obviously, you saw what he was going through. So what was your next step? I went away I started getting into going to the gym I was just like naturally I was like I need to start exercising and then I spent about a year just struggling to get results so I started enjoying it more like before that I was terrified you couldn't have paid me to step foot in the gym <laughs> but I just yeah my entire life I was so afraid to exercise so I started pushing myself and I just got frustrated that I wasn't progressing and I started reading more about nutrition and the more and more I studied the more interested I got and then I was like, do you know what? This is actually my huge passion. I went and learned everything that I could. And at the time, I was in a job that I absolutely hated. I had kind of like a lot of people convinced myself, oh, you've got to get experience, work your way up, and then you can finally move on, and then you'll be happy. So I just accepted my situation. And then I finally actually did. I got an interview in Bristol in this amazing company with all these perks and kind of thought, this is my chance. I'm finally going to be happy. And I realized in the middle of the interview, I was like, I don't hate my job. I hate my entire career. So wow. I kind of went home that night, cancelled a move to a new city, turned down the job, s- signed up to study nutrition, and then never looked back. And since then, got changed, qualified in like behavior change coaching, personal training, and a load of other nutrition stuff. So for me, it's like, like night and day. Like a few years ago, if you told me that this is what I would be doing, I would have laughed at you. <laughs> wow. And... What was that the biggest learning curve for you, you know, when you were going on that journey of transformation? What was it that you was like an aha moment? The fact that it's actually really easy to get the health and body of your dreams. Like we just overcomplicate. People convince themselves that they have to starve themselves, that they have to give up all their favorite foods and be miserable. And it's just this endless cycle. And once you kind of accept that food doesn't have to control you, work on your behaviors, relationships with food, your behaviors, and how you look at life, then that's when you start getting results. Because for myself and with the people I've worked with, at the start, we fixate so much on, oh, I've got to eat less and I've got to move more. And when you shift that focus to, what does my body actually need? What can I have a balance of? What can I have moderation of? Then you're going to start actually feeling better about yourself and enjoying the journey. Mm. so just when you said what uh, what does my body actually need that's I can absolutely relate with that whenever I've like ever felt tired or something I'll just say to myself what do I need and I get the answer yeah people just overlook it they kind of just look for quick fixes whereas our bodies are amazing things like if we actually start learning to listen to them and it takes time like you can't just decide do you know what I'm going to listen to my body like, <laughs> it doesn't ha- it, does- it doesn't happen like that but if you pay enough attention to it you can start recognizing when you're dehydrated when you're actually hungry if your cravings are linked to the fact that you're stressed you're tired or if you actually want something and that's when you can start finding balance because I still eat cheesecake, ice cream, chocolate. So I'd never sit here and tell someone that, oh, if you want to be healthy, you can't have that anymore because I'd be a hypocrite. Like I'm all about balance and actually enjoying life. But just thinking, do I? what do I want right now? And what's actually going to help my health and body? Absolutely. And I feel like a lot of what I've noticed out in like the health and well-being industry is like you're either one way, either you eat so much junk food or you literally eat 
you take all of that out of you and it's it's just being super super clean how what about the days when you just want to have a chocolate bar like it's almost like you're made to feel guilty well i was talking to one of my clients yesterday actually and we we're talking about the fact that whenever she got bored at work she would go to the vending machine and get a chocolate bar <laughs> and she's she's got to the point now that someday she has an apple and she says i'm gonna wait half an hour if i still want the chocolate bar i'll go get one and she's now cut like instead of like 10 times going for the chocolate bar she'll only do it twice wow. and i said to her like that's amazing i was like you don't want to go to the extreme where you're telling yourself it's off limits because that's mm-hmm. why dieting doesn't work it's we tell ourselves oh i can't have that and then you just want it more which from like a basic psychology point of view we just can't do Whereas if we can evolve and get ourselves to the point that we can stop letting food control us and start enjoying it for what it is, like that's where I kind of come in on the middle. I'm not all about all clean eating. I'm not all about junk food. I'm kind of, yes, if we can get 80% of our intake from healthy, nutritious foods, then the other 20% can kind of be whatever we want. Yeah, that is so true. I found that um, I became a vegetarian about four and a half years ago, and I found when I started being a vegetarian, I was eating super healthy, and it was just like, wow, so feeling like, you know, full of energy, having all my smoothies. However, I felt so guilty eating like a chocolate bar. And then I realized that actually, I was I was hurting myself. Like, why couldn't I have a chocolate bar? Why couldn't I have something sweet? And like, now I've realized that, it, like you said, it's, it's so true. It's about being balanced and allowing yourself um, not to make yourself feel guilty if you do have something. Completely. Like, at the end of the day, food's just food. Like People have built up with all of these weight loss groups and everything that you've either got good or bad food and you've got sins and stuff that you should feel bad about eating. But when you make the shift and you kind of just accept, do you know what? Whether it's broccoli or a chocolate bar, it's just food. And you don't have to let it control you. Like Obviously, certain things are better for you than others. But like if you want a chocolate bar, go have a chocolate bar. Like as soon as you feel guilty about it, then you're spurring on your negative relationships with food. You're going to feel guilty. It's going to affect your like overall mood. And mm. once you change that, that's very freeing. And I found until people do that, they can't get results because food just dictates all of their actions. And they need to kind of recognize, do they want it because of outside circumstances or because they just want to enjoy it? And If you want to enjoy it, then go do it and just let it go. I love that. That is so true. Yeah, absolutely love it. And um, Made, so you're now, you know, the founder of Tailored Lifestyle. So how are you helping people to, to lead a healthier life? Well, I, it started with my book, Become a Better You. And then mm-hmm. I launched Tailored Lifestyles, which is a one-to-one coaching company where I take people in and honestly, we completely transform their lives. We look at everything from their diet, to their activity levels, their mindset, how they change behaviors, manage stress, and completely transform who they are. And then I kind of wanted to take that a step further because I've made it my goal to help a million people transform their lives. And I want to change the way that this country thinks about and uses food and their lifestyle choices. So I've turned my book and my coaching course into uh, what I've called 10 Weeks to a Better You, where I basically Mm -hmm. take everything out of my brain, don't hold anything back and lay it out in an easy to follow way that people can then completely change their lives and the lives of their family. So I'm determined down the line that I want to get into education. I want to start making impact on a national level and doing more workshops, seminars. It's all about looking at overall health. It's not about fat loss. It's not about fitness. Like Those are just side effects of what we do. And just helping people actually enjoy their lives, like get their confidence back. I'm fed up with people coming to me saying that they're depressed, they feel lost, they're invisible, like they don't like who they see in the mirror. And life's too short. Like We need that shift. We need to give people that confidence to actually enjoy themselves and 
I feel like all these diets and trends just push them further into a rut. So, yeah, I'm helping people change that, like, one day at a time. Would you say that it's kind of, like, more of a Western thing, whereas, like, you look at the Eastern world, they kind of seem a bit more relaxed than we are? 100%. I think it's the problems with the marketing and media over here. We're so obsessed with celebrities and how <laughs> so-and-so lost weight and all oh, their crazy bikini diets. And people are like, if you, if you don't look like that person on the magazine, you're not good enough. And people forget that the person on the magazine doesn't look like the person on the magazine. Mm. And it's like we're trying to achieve a stereotype that's just not possible. <laughs> Whereas I think in the East, they're kind of they're more traditional. They're more cooking around healthy foods, like less obsessed with like media, magazine, celebrities and just kind of enjoy the natural goodness. Yeah. And I guess as well that out there as well, they kind of embrace themselves more. They have time to connect with themselves. Whereas here, we're just so busy um, with our jobs, our lives, that we don't really take time out to just, like you say, embrace ourselves and like have a healthier lifestyle. Yeah, that's a sentence that a few years ago, if I'd heard someone say, I would have laughed at. <laughs> so I, I kind of can't believe that that's come out of my mouth. But that's what it is all about. It's kind of looking at your lifestyle on the whole because everyone always says, I'm too busy to eat healthy. I'm too like, busy to go to the gym, exercise. And they're just making excuses a lot of the time. Because you don't have to be spending an hour a day in the gym. You don't have to spend hours every day cooking. If you sit down and think, this is my week ahead. How can I plan this out to make the healthy option the easy option? And whether that's doing a workout at home, finding ways to go for a walk at lunchtime or even finding healthy restaurants, like it's just small, gradual changes, not mm. overhauling everything at once. And I think I especially was the victim of my excuses all the time. I'd just be like, <laughs> oh, I, I can't do that. And, but deep down, I could do it. It just wasn't a priority and I didn't want to do it. Yeah. And I'll, I'll put my hand up and say that. So, <laughs> Absolutely. It, is. it definitely is about priorities, whether it's something that you really want to do. Like, it's one of those things where if you want to meet somebody, you'll really, you'll take the time out to go meet them no matter what. And I guess it's the same with your health. Like, if you really want that change, you will be willing to make those shifts. Yeah, well, I was chatting to a guy the other day, for example. He came to me and was like, I don't have time to eat healthy meals. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, tell me about your day. And I was like, you could literally, if you're that short on time, go to the supermarket, buy a rotisserie chicken. Mm. Uh, you, um, in the few minutes that you're chopping that up, you could throw some like vegetables in the microwave and chop it all up. And you've got a healthy meal in under four minutes, cooked, prepared, and ready to eat. And like that's less time than it would take you to drive and pick up a pizza or put a, something in the oven. And it's just like it's just about thinking bigger. Like people's like, oh, you have to spend hours on these gourmet meals, and you can easily make something in under ten minutes that tastes delicious as well. I guess it's going back to basics of where like our grandfathers or our great ancestors used to eat, and just having that kind of healthy eating lifestyle. Yeah, hundred percent. Like any any time that you can cook something from scratch and use fresh ingredients, you then you can stop counting calories. Because people obsess over labels and what's in foods. But when you're using ingredients that are actually fresh and they are the ingredients rather than products made of ingredients, then you can kind of stop overthinking it. Mm. What's your viewpoint about calorie like checks? Because I personally, like for myself, I've never really checked calories. But I know that a lot of people around me, they've got these apps that tell them how many calories they have on that. I go, I go both ways, to be honest, because... The problem is, like, a lot of the time the labels can be up to 25% off. Mm. So even if it says that something's 500 calories, it might be considerably less or more. So you don't actually know. And that's the biggest issue. But I think if you're really into fitness, then counting calories has its place. But 
at the same time, if you can teach people to do proper portion sizes and cook fresh meals, they don't really need to overthink it because it's just another thing people obsess over. And I've got one lady that I work with and who we had to take all of that out. Like every day she was tracking it to the ground, like oh she obsessed God. over it and it made her miserable. Mm. And as soon as we took that away, she just became a new person. Like she was oh. finally free. So honestly, I think it depends on who you are. Like for me, like I'll, I'll track my calories if I'm training for a specific fitness goal, but then other times I'll just leave it and I kind of have a judge of what I need to eat. So it kind of depends where you are on your journey and what you want to achieve. But I'd say for most people, it's unnecessary. Mm. And like, what kind of responses have you received from your clients? Honestly, I've got two this week, which kind of blew me away. Like I've got one lady post on Facebook saying that was the best thing that she's ever done in her life. And oh. I had one lady this week say to me that she can't believe from speaking to someone an hour a week on the phones, so I completely changed who she is. And like for me, that's why I do this. I'm like, I got into this because I wanted to change people's lives. I want to change the world. And I'm like, that's what makes me happy. Because before I was absolutely miserable, hating life. And now I've got a reason to get up in the morning. So the fact that it's working and impacting people is fantastic. Mm, you find your purpose. That's the most beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so can you tell us about your book? Yeah, I, I really wanted to do something different with this book because when I started my journey, I got so overwhelmed by all these diets and these trends. And honestly, I started out as a diet book. I wanted to do a healthy eating, how to put together meals and all of that. And as I started researching more about nutrition, I kind of found that there's more to a health than just what we eat and how much we move. Mm. And everything's involved from our mindset to our behaviors, how much stress we're under. And I kind of broke it down into the four pillars of health which are essentially mindset, nutrition, fitness, and then sleep, rest, and recovery. <laughs> and I focus in the book on all of those. And for me, it's all about educating people, helping them make more informed choices because I find it useless giving someone a plan and then just saying, go do this because they're not going to know why. So I was mm. like, let's simplify it. Let's not overcomplicate it. Teach people everything they need to know so that then going forward, they can improve not only their own lives but also the lives of their family. And I feel that's exactly what the book did. I wanted to do something that there was nothing else like it on the marketplace that actually came from the good intentions of let's show people it's all about them because all of these one-size-fits-all approaches just don't work. So I made it, it wrote in a way that can be completely tailored around the reader and they can base around their own goals, their routine, their life, what they want to achieve. I'm not telling them what to eat, how to exercise. I'm giving them the options and getting them to think about it and then saying, now you make a decision, try new things, push your comfort zones and see what you actually enjoy. Mm, I love that. And I think there was a, an interesting point you said about sleep. I think that a lot of people don't realise, especially in the Western world, why sleep is so important. Well, there's one study that's a perfect example of that, where they found people who sleep 90 minutes less a night than they normally do eat 550 calories more the next day. Really? And yeah. Because it's one of those things, like, I'm sure you've noticed it, but when you're tired, you start craving more sugar, yeah. you're wanting more high, like, refined carbs, and your food choices are affected. Like, I know for myself, yeah. if I'm exhausted, I'm just like, oh, I don't feel like cooking, I'll just go do whatever. And that's what people tend to do. Like, when they constantly burn in the candle at both ends, they're exhausted, they want to just go for convenience. And that's why we have an obesity and chronic disease epidemic. Like, we should be healthier than ever, but 67% of this country are obese. Like, 
20% of deaths every year down to poor diet and lifestyle choices. And for me, that just shows that we need to make a change. Like we have to do something different. That's kind of why I set out with the book to do that. Mm. It's interesting because it's like, I feel like a lot of people don't realise why sleep is so important. It's almost made in this kind of like self-development world that you need to sleep. You can't sleep until you succeed kind of mindset. And uh, if you do sleep, you're like, you almost are made to feel guilty for it. I can tell you exactly why it's not seen as important. It's because there's nothing sexy about telling someone they need to sleep more. And therefore, <laughs> you can't package it. You can't sell it to someone. Because like you do with all these diets, these workout plans, like they can keep churning them out and keep changing them up. But just saying to someone, do you know what? If you want to improve your health, just chill out a bit. Like, go, to be- get, go to bed a bit earlier. Let your body recover. Let it catch up. And then you're going to feel a lot better. Like you can't really like put a ribbon on it and sell it so that's why people don't focus on it mm. this is from my own personal experience um when i was 21 i had a car accident um i had short-term memory loss and um, just because i was one of those people that didn't really tell like the doctor i always had a very strong kind of mindset that i just i would carry on because that's just the way i was however later down the line i couldn't tell you what i had for breakfast how many hours of sleep i had because i was literally living off two hours sleep and the biggest lesson i learned during that time was that sleep is the most important thing it's why babies like when we're kids right we've got why do babies sleep so much when they're little because their body knows that they need to recover in order to grow and feel more strong and feel more connected with themselves exactly especially with how stressed we are like when you're sleeping your body reduces your cortisol levels which like that in itself is massively important because when we've got elevated cortisol levels it shuts down our immune system affects our mood our eating behaviors our overall mindset and outlook on life and when we sleep we also burn more fat our body recovers it builds new muscle it's one of the most important things we can do mm-hmm. so sorry to hear about your car accident like that must have been like living like that for a good few months must have been horrible it was, but it, to be honest, it taught me a lesson. However, I did have to relearn that lesson again later down in life. <laughs> uh, it's just one of those things when you're really young, you're like, oh yeah, it doesn't really matter. It taught, but it taught me to connect with myself. I was always this ambitious person, you know, what, I was striving to be a journalist. I was like working in a pharmacy while studying and then doing like freelancing work. So I was always on the go, but I, I, I neglected myself. And I think that was almost whether you want to call it the universe or like a higher power helping me to connect back with myself and say hey you need to take some time out because if you don't this could happen you know for a longer period of time well that's great that you had that realization especially when you're still young and kind of not hearing like 40 50 and then being like oh wow i better do something about this and that's completely caught up with you so that's kind of the situation i get a lot like it's a lot of ladies coming to me who have been like, I've tried dieting, I've burned the candle at both ends, what do I do? I just a mad panic. So Aww. yeah. I guess it's because they've been listening to these very they're all, they're very like harsh kind of like diets. Like it's there's no kind of almost empathy or understanding or connection. It's just like my way or the highway kind of thing. I think that's why my business and my coaching's been so successful. And like, that's one thing I'm really, really proud of because of the fact that people come to me and they're like, this guy's been through it. Like he understands, he knows how difficult it is and he actually cares because when I worked as a personal trainer, it drove me insane. Like the amount of trainers that just couldn't understand why people can't just eat less and move more. And I worked in fitness first for a while and I was just surrounded by them and it just drove me insane. They were like, 
why can't these people just live the life like I do? Like it's easy. And it's just like, no, it's not. <laughs> like it's so difficult to start making change. And that's why I wanted to build everything around that empathy and just show people, do you know what? It's okay that you're struggling. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to actually want more. And we need to try something different. Mm. I think as well with the health system, they don't realize that everybody's body is designed differently just because their protocol says this is the right way doesn't mean that it necessarily will fit for everybody and it's the same with like you know like you said fitness diet anything really yeah 100 percent. like i know my body works really well on like a high carb high protein diet but mm. then i've got some ladies working with me who they're diabetic so we've got to go lower carb higher fat higher protein and i would some people are doing more fitness so it's high protein high carb it's like everyone's different like some people don't respond well to carbs some people fats don't agree with them as much and when you sell someone on a diet and or as a better example if a diet says all these miraculous claims and it sounds too good to be true then it probably is like there is no one-size-fits-all approach and anyone who says that they've got the miracle answer is full of it <laughs> yeah that is true unless they've been through like you said like yourself what you went through then they'll be able to see yeah agree even with me though like i would never say to someone within the first couple of minutes of speech to them, like, this is how you're going to do it. Mm. Like, you'd have to look at their lifestyle, their diet, what works for them. And it takes time, like, get them to keep a food diary, see their habits, their behaviors, and really work it out. Like, I couldn't right off the bat say to someone, this is the right diet for you. Like, yeah. there's basic protocols that are right for everyone, which are eating more fruit, veg, and mm. enough protein, and also a good mix of healthy fats. Like, that it's the basis and then the rest you kind of have to work out for yourself mm. yeah that's true I, yeah it's similar to kind of like mindset when you're looking at somebody else's mindset and to another person and it can be completely different and you have to tailor it towards their kind of needs and what works for them yeah we are coming towards the end of the show i've got two more questions left for you the first one is what are your five top tips for someone who's kind of trying to lose weight but they, they've tried everything and they don't know what to do next kind of take it back to basics like if kind of accept that it's not going to happen overnight and you need to focus on building a solid foundation so start by just adding more vegetables to your meals like that in itself is going to help reduce your portion sizes keep you fuller for longer and fuel your body with what it needs and make sure you're drinking enough water like that again it's going to help reduce hunger cravings help with your energy levels your focus and Find ways to move more on a daily basis, even if you're just walking to the shops or park further away when you're walking or anything you can just to move more. Then, like we spoke about quite a lot today, have a look at your sleep, take a step back, rest and relax and kind of just start enjoying the little things. Like we fixate so much on the end result and how much weight that we have to lose lose we just kind of get lost in the journey mm. and when you start actually enjoying it a step by step appreciating the little wins and then you can start actually enjoying life yeah that is so true and regarding water would you say like because you hear a lot of people saying you know you shouldn't have bottled water you should have tap water then someone says don't have tap water you need to have this machine for your water what 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 viewpoint would you say what is the best type of water that you can have in this country so much of it is filtered like i drink water out of the tap like i do have a brita filter that i always forget to fill and use so most of the time i drink tap water but so it's one of those things i 
I think if you're going more to third world countries or stuff like that where they don't have as tight restrictions, then I'd be careful about drinking tap water. But I've never had any issues with it in this country. Perfect. Yeah, because just this is just from a few years ago. I've, I've been around certain people that say, you know, you shouldn't have tap water because it has all these chemicals in and then you've got to have this filter machine and then you went, I've had one before and it, it tasted like, it was awful. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit I love though. Like people obsess over the little things. They're like, you have to filter your water. You have to do this. But they won't go and eat vegetables. They won't cut down on their sugar. They won't like start <laughs> exercising more. The things that actually matter. But they'll be like, oh, you've got to get rid of that gluten or you've got to like filter your water. It's just like, no, just stop overthinking it. <laughs> Uh, my last question is, what are you most grateful for? Probably my family. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't be here today without them. Like They've pushed me, especially when I started my own journey and when I went out on this crazy mission to change the world. They helped and supported me every single day. And without them, I wouldn't be here. I'd probably still be stuck in a terrible job, hating life. Like They gave me all the help and support to kind of get to where I am. And that's something I'll never forget and extremely grateful for. So... Like for, as part of my mindset, I've, I spend a few minutes every morning just getting myself in the right mood for the day, like thinking, what do I have to be grateful for? What am I going to do today? And how am I going to change the world? Oh, that's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, where can my listeners find you as well? Uh, you can find me at tailoredlifestyles.co.uk or my book, Become a Better You, is available on Amazon. And like I said earlier, I'm about to launch my 10-week program based around my book, Become a Better You, which I'm aiming to get out there in the next few years in the education system. So this is going to finally take on Slimming World and show people that there's a better way. Like we can actually get lasting changes and stop people wasting all their time with these diets and quick fixes. So yeah, tailoredlifestyles.co.uk or facebook.com forward slash tailoredlifestyles. Amazing. Like seriously, the work that you're doing is so powerful and I 100% I love what you're doing and I can see how much passion and energy you have about the work that you do. So thank you for sharing your story and just being you. No, thanks for having me on. This was a lot of fun. Oh, thank you. What a great interview with Byron. Guys, do check out his website because he is doing everything from a place of love and helping others to be a better version of themselves. Unfortunately, that's the end of the show. Don't forget that you can find me on Twitter at IamGurds, that's I-A-M-G-U-R-D-S. And you can find me on Facebook at Get Inspired with Gerds and Instagram, where I bring you lots of inspirational, motivational quotes and tips about life. Now, before we leave, I want to leave you with this quote. Health is more than the absence of disease. It is a state of complete physical mind and social well-being. Take care and I'll see you next week. Bye.